Hey guys, it's Livni and welcome to Livni Talks where we talk about life, about self-work, self-love, self-awareness and anything that might help you become unstuck to wherever you are in your life right now. I'm so excited because there's so much to talk about. Because <laughs> I'm just, I know, nasa course malang ako and oh, this girl is amazing and finally you're here. <laughs> so to everyone who's here, introduce yourself, Meek. Um, yeah, I did an introduction, but it would be better if it comes from you. All right. <laughs> well, it's always awkward introducing yourself, but hi guys, I'm Mika or Mika. I don't get mad. You can say anything. Um, and I'm a productivity and mindset coach for especially creators and creative entrepreneurs. I help people streamline processes, get stuff done the right way without burning out. And I feel like that's the most important thing you need to know about me because this live isn't about me. It's gonna be about something really exciting. Uh, when Libni told me uh, the topic for today, I was super excited. So that's what we're here for. <laughs> I love the energy. <laughs> okay, so the topic is <laughs> what to do when showing up is hard. Because obviously, I love showing up. That's the reason this Libni Talks was born. And you're here. So I want to talk more about that. Why do you need to show up? Well, that's a that's a right off the bat. Straight that's a to great the point. Question. People know people know this, and this this is the thing. I can say it over and over again, but I'm gonna say it again. The why we need to show up. It's because nothing happens if we don't. I see a lot of people. We make this mistake of thinking that we have to be we have to be like we just kind of have to wait for opportunity to come to get lucky. Maybe you know life gives us a lottery ticket, and then that's when we make things happen, right? But that's not, life doesn't work that way. Not all of us are going to have dumb luck like that. I mean, cool if you do, but rarely that's the case. Showing up is the hard stuff. It's doing the things that makes you uncomfortable. It's doing the work. It's doing things without guarantee of results. So that's why we need to show up. Because if we want to see results, that's the only way. You actually have to show up. When did you when did you learn all of these things? Like I know it's not like abruptna; it just happened. When and what specific situation? Yeah, how I learned to actually sh- like what made me see the importance of showing up were actually two things. The first one is kind of obvious when that's a lot. That's when a lot of us tend to appreciate showing up. The first time is like when I actually saw results, when I saw the magic. Livni, you talked about this in your own podcast. Like It's magic. It's legit magic. Like all the results come in. And, you know, you're seeing like, okay, when I was showing up for my blog, for example, I was a nobody on the internet. I still consider myself one, but you know what I mean? Like I, I was, it was nothing. It didn't have an audience, whatever. I just kept showing up anyway. I tried harder, kept going. And then I started seeing it grow and eventually it became my full-time business. I'm a full-time blogger. That's what I call myself when I introduce myself in like fancy adult events. Hi, I'm a blogger and business <laughs> owner. So, you know, it's things like that. So that was like very obvious, right? And those are often the things that tell us, oh, this is why showing up is important because of the results. But my second, the second time I realized how important showing up is, it's actually the opposite. When I didn't see results when I failed I realized how important showing up was even when I failed because the thing is I talk about this a lot for people who have been following me for a while but there's this thing called having a bias for taking action like I think as humans and especially like I think I don't know if it's like just a gender thing like you and I because like we're women we tend to overthink overanalyze we have a bias for things like that and that's the thing when we overthink all we do is Think, think, think things through. Try to plan everything. Try to be super successful. We try to plan out our success. What actually happens is we don't show up. We don't do the work. So nothing happens. So I realized that, my goodness, I'm going to keep showing up even if I fail, especially if I fail, because that develops a habit in me to keep on you know, showing up. Because look, here's the thing. The difference between, <laughs> you know, that um, there's this statistic that I read online. Um, It's it's for business owners, but I think it's especially important for um, everyone to know. Only 5% of businesses make it through their first year. So that's insane, 5%. And I'm telling you, the, the people who make it past their first year are the people who kept showing up through many, many, many failures. They're the ones who pivoted. You know, I, I know we're all tired of hearing the word pivot. I you know we're all tired of that. But... These are the people who worked smart, who kept working, even when maybe they were failing so much. 
So that's when I realized showing up was important. When I was failing and I was and I realized I wasn't bothered by those failures as much. I wasn't bothered by not seeing the results I wanted because I was actually saying I was I was making myself results proof. I was making myself, "Hey, this is me even if I don't see the magic yet." Like I know Livni talks about the magic of showing up so much and you guys have to like listen to her podcast episode about it if you haven't yet. Dude, she has it's it's that's it if i don't see the magic of showing up i just i kept doing it anyway until it actually happens until i see those results and that's that's it that's it those, so those are the, the two most important things i remember like so many fail i've failed more times than i've succeeded in this business i have to admit and that's something not everyone admits but i have to say it because if you're in this you know you're on the struggle bus like me right now it's like sometimes you know you're doing stuff that doesn't work that's okay. You just have to keep up, show, show, keep showing up anyway, and maybe show up in a different way sometimes. You know? Ah, I love what you said. Like show up in a different way. If it doesn't work the first time, then do it another way. Then what? The next time you do it, and some people are just too impatient. Like they don't when they don't see it. Like ah, this isn't working. Like that's not how it's supposed to be. <laughs> you keep on showing up, right? So I love everything that you said. Like oh 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 yeah yeah. She said it. <laughs> <laughs> my god if you guys have questions just drop them down lila is not here all right she has a question for you she's she's asking the she's asking how do you know you're on the right track with making the right moves Ooh, okay so that i get this question way more than you might think people always ask me am i doing am i on the right track am i doing it right and the thing is i'm a human being and i don't know i don't know however However, you will never arrive at the answer by thinking it through. You're only going to get the answer when you show up. I'm, that's, that's the only way. You're going to know. It's, it's, it's one of those things, if you know, you know, you know. <laughs> Basically, when people say that, you won't know by knowing, thinking, overthinking, overanalyzing, overplanning. You know because you're showing up and you're seeing, you're getting results. The absence of results Failure of results is still a result. So it's all these things. And I don't think we're meant to discover one one right way to just do something because there are like infinite ways to get to the same result. So honestly, if you don't know that you're on track, show up or show up differently. That's, I hope that answers your question. <laughs> Oh my god, I love the vibe. Like Mika, we're we're on this we're we're on this track. You're on the same track. Like yeah, that that's what <laughs> yeah, that, okay, okay now. That was the But yeah, I really agree. In in a shy, in a shy, guys, that's the bottom line of everything. Pero yun, why do you think um people are afraid of showing up? Ooh. Ooh, lots, lots, lots of reasons. Um, one thing is fear. I think it, bot- it just bottom line is fear. We're afraid of a lot of things. We're afraid of failing. We're afraid of judgment. We're afraid of of disappointing people, disappointing ourselves. Um, it's uh, I think it's just part and parcel of being a human being with emotions and fears and all that stuff. Having all these, um, and it's okay. You know, it's 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 normal to. To experience these things but that's I think that bottom line is really what keeps us from showing up we're afraid of what if I do all this work I put in like you know I put in a hundred hours working on this project and then it fails we're afraid of that but I want people to think I just want them to think a little bit imagine those are a, those are a hundred hours okay they led to a failed result but those are a hundred hours of experience you wouldn't have if you didn't right. show up and if you constantly think about the failure, you constantly think about the fear of failure, you're never going to log on those hours. You're going to be stuck at zero hours and you're never going to have that experience to take with you and to show up in a different way. So I think that's really it. We're afraid. We're, we're human. So are there still moments in your life right now where you're afraid? And what do you do? And how do, how do you deal with it? Like, I know it's not going to, e- to be easy. I know there are a lot of things, but when you're there, what do you usually do?
I think that's courage, no? Like, you always say, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna... You're, you're really afraid, but, okay, sh- shit, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it, like, you know? <laughs> oh, no, my God, I'm so afraid, but, like, after everything, it's, it's just in your head. Everything is just on your head. Like, you're just do having all these stories. Then, when after it, like, <sighs> it's such a relief, it's done, okay? So, just... <laughs> that, that, actually, that, now that you mentioned that, Libni, like, that feeling of relief, na, oh, my gosh, it's over, it's done, like, try to bottle up that feeling and keep it for later. So next time you feel afraid, you can, you know, kind of, like, open that bottle and say, wow, remember the last time I was afraid, but then I did it? And how, do you remember how relieved and happy I felt? Try to relive that, but you can't get to that point. You don't have that bottle unless you actually try it. And it starts with baby steps. I'm not saying you have to do super big stuff, right? You don't have to do drastic Stuff like, oh my god, I'm gonna move halfway across the world and like pursue my dream to be an actress in Hollywood. You know, it doesn't have to be that big just yet. You can start small, go enroll in theater um, workshops here in the Philippines and I don't know, Rec Manila, I don't know theater places, I'm sorry. But <laughs> you know, stuff like that. It really starts with those things. And then you it's like a it's like a ladder. You take a step every time, right? You get braver and braver and braver. The fear never goes away, but like instead of letting it stop you like a barricade, it's actually more like a door that you can open. So every time you see that fear, you can just like, you know, turn the knob, open the door, step out, and you're you're one step braver than you used to be. Yeah, my friend taught me this thing, like it's the exposure therapy, that the more you're afraid of it, the more you show yourself like, okay, I'm gonna do it. Because <laughs> I have this issue, because I have this sugat sa paho, tapos... I, I was so conscious. I said, I cannot wear the shorts. Like, it's uncomfortable. And I said, every day I do it. Like, okay, who cares? Like, okay, I'm going to do it. Like, who cares? That was, you figure out at the end, na, oh, it was just me. That was, it wasn't okay. so bad. Yeah, it wasn't so bad. <laughs> oh, wow. That wasn't so bad. Chase that yeah. feeling. We're not chasing, like, feeling like we're limitless. Like, even if we're not there yet. Like, I mean, here's the thing. Over time, you're gonna feel limitless. Over time, you keep showing up when you're afraid. You're gonna feel limitless. But if you're not there yet, just chase the feeling of, yes, it was just in my head. You know, we start there. We start with that feeling. And it's okay if it doesn't feel like, wow, I felt like all my life problems are solved. It's okay if it doesn't feel that way yet. Because you just have to start small. You just have to start with, yeah, okay. It wasn't that bad. I did it. I wasn't a baby. I'm okay. I can give myself a gold star, you know? Yeah, yeah. It starts there. Yeah. And I think, if you really want something big, just crawl. You're like a baby, like you're starting to crawl. And then, kids are not scared. Like, they're scared when they're doing it. To the point that they're walking now. Like, yeah, mom, I did it. So you do it for yourself. You do it like, I know it's so damn scary, but we've been there. Mika was there. I was there like, you just do it, and and we're yeah. still there. <laughs> yeah, we are I'm still always and, there. Yeah, and in connection with life, there are actually things that, because with me, with what's going on with my life, there are things that I have to confront that I'm really scared of. Just right now, like, oh, nga, tama nga si Mika. I'm gonna do it anyway. Like, I was reminded of that relief after everything. But like, okay, after you do this, there's that relief, and that's the reward. Tapos, ba? Like, okay, ba? That's so nice. <laughs> I love that. That's the reward. That's the reward. So there's comments here. Um, CM Marga. Oh, Margo? I'm sorry. I'm un- Hello, Christelle. I overcome that imposter syndrome inside you. Okay, let's talk about this imposter syndrome. What is for you insp- imposter syndrome? It is. I'm not. Okay, I'm, I don't have the medical term. I'm pretty sure there's like some kind of like super, super legit definition. Um, for me, imposter syndrome is that it's like having this tiny little voice in your head that tells you you aren't worthy of doing this, of being that. Because it, you feel like, you know, you don't deserve it. Because you feel like an imposter. You feel like you're putting on your mom's clothes. You're four years old. You're putting on your mom's clothes and they don't fit. That's how you feel. And that can seriously hold you back. That can lead to a lot of things that are going to keep you from showing up for a long, long, long time. And they hold back a lot of us. Um, imposter syndrome is feeling like, you know, you have to be more do more before you're able to deserve this to do that it's a lot of things that keeps us stuck actually i think it's um one of the symptoms one of the reasons why we're so so stuck with whatever it is that we're working towards so how do you deal with imposter syndrome lots of things but i want to start with like just 
two questions you can you can ask yourself whenever you feel like oh shucks I'm not experienced enough for this I'm not blah 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 for this I'm not good enough next time you have those feelings ask yourself two questions the first one is who told me that who told you you weren't good enough for that who told you you weren't a good enough artist you weren't a good enough public speaker who told you you could you can't start a podcast who told you you're, you can't do an Instagram live who told you that when you really try to answer that Sometimes the answer is nobody. Nobody told me that. And but if you can find an answer to that, if you can like, oh, you know what, my uh, my 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 friend from grade school told me I I'm not a good public speaker, or whatever. That's not on you. That's on them. That doesn't reflect you. Somebody else's perception of you is a reflection of them, not a reflection of you or your character or your potential. So that's the first question. Ask yourself: When I have imposter syndrome, who told me that? Then the second thing is: What if it's wrong? What if my imposter syndrome is wrong? Okay, my imposter syndrome tells me, you're not good enough to be a personal development blogger. This was me like four years ago-ish. But then I was like, what if it's wrong? What if I'm actually great? What if I can be super amazing at it, you know? And ask yourself that. Ask yourself, hey, so what if, what if imposter syndrome, what if it's wrong? Very powerful. Those, those two things. There's so many ways you can deal with imposter syndrome. But for me, start with those two questions. Yeah, I think it's really, for me, and based on my experience and everything and all the life coaching choo-choo, ganon, it really starts with the beliefs that you have with yourself. And it starts with the questions that you have. You know, the quality of your question, the, the questions, you basta yun, yung quality ng question mo depends, doon nagda-depend yung life mo. So what are the questions that you have for yourself? Kasi the right questions will lead you to the right answer. Tama ba? Basta something like that. The questions, yung questions na yun. <laughs> basta gets mo, basta yun siya, diba? Yeah. So, okay, so, um, every day, I like to ask myself one question, which is, what do I want to do today? Which feels basic, I know. But oftentimes, that leads to answers that are scary. It leads to answers like, okay, today we're going to pitch ourselves to, I don't know, this person for a collaboration. And that's really scary. And that's something I don't want to do. I want to be a baby and cry and not do it. But then I ask myself, why is that important to me? And I really get to the bottom of it. Okay, the first answer is going to be, well, because it's going to help me reach more people, blah, 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 blah. But when I keep asking myself, why is that important? Why is that important? Why is that important to I eventually get to this thing, which I consider like my kind of root why, which is like, because I know at the end of the day, that's going to help me with my mission, with my personal mission, which is to help more people. So when I, when I remember that, it's so, so hard to not want to show up and be like a better person, be a braver person. Because I'm like, I think about my, you know, I don't know. I don't know if people do this. If you're creative like me and like me and Libney, sometimes what I do is I think about my future audience, the audience who doesn't know me yet. I think about them and I'm like, if I stop now, who's going to help them? If I stop now, who's going to reach them with this? And I, that's for some people, that's weird, right? How can you imagine a future audience you don't have yet? But sometimes, I mean, look, I started from zero. I started growing up, growing like getting getting like one, two, ten followers. I was so happy when I first got ten followers, you know, stuff like that on my blog. And I was like, can you imagine, like, if I had, if I stopped doing the thing just because I was being a baby and I was afraid, if I stopped doing that, who would help those ten people? Who would help? You know, just imagine that. It starts. You don't have to think about a million people right now. You can just think about the first one, two, three people that you really, really want to help. Well, that's for me at least. I mean, I always ask myself, why do I want to do this? Why is it, why is it important that I do this? And why do I have to do it now? <laughs> I love everything you said. Lalo na when you said the why. Because sometimes I just stop at the why. And then I forgot na, oh, laliman mo pala. Why, 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 why? And then you got get to the bottom. And, yeah, right, tama pala. It's, it's something more it's deep than, you know, it gets me order it, it reminds me in the lib you have a deeper why and the, you know, that's a great aha for me right now like why 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 do you get to the oh, okay 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 i'm going to shut up and do it just do it anyway <laughs> so the, for yeah, anyone go, 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 like, go. honestly watching this is this your first time to hear about like the i i don't know people call it like the five whys the seven whys i don't know how many whys they want to ask why 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 if this is the first time you're doing this Try to keep, when you get to the bottom of that root why, you're going to know. You're going to know that that's it. You're going to know because you keep circling around it. If you ask yourself why more, you can't 
the the answer is the the answer to your question is actually the same question. It's that thing. It's it's like it's it repeats itself. When you get to that point and it feels like this is it, I think I found like this root why for like why I do the things that I do. Keep it somewhere. Write it down and have it as a reminder. So next time you're like, okay, I I want to be afraid and not do the thing. I'm gonna not do it. Pull it out. Read it. And watch your future self just basically like try to pressure you into taking action. It's like your future self is saying, hey, remember, this is what we're trying to do here. It's actually a very small thing. I didn't believe it until I tried it. I have like a sticky note that has like, you know, the reason why I do what I do. I like why I do this. And every time I read it, every time I feel like uh, I don't want to do this, I want to quit, I want to give up. I read that and I'm just like, whoa, whoa. Whoa, future Micah is not going to be happy. <laughs> future Livni is not going to be happy if I stop doing Livni talks. You know, stuff like that. So, it's yeah, powerful stuff. Powerful stuff. Yeah, and this is very timely. I don't know with everyone here. I think this topic is very timely because uh, it's something that people like shrug off. Like, it's the, the whys of everyone is so superficial. But then like, oh, tama pala. there's something more with everything that we're doing. Mas malalim pa pala siya. And you have to get to the why. Like you have to remember your why. And people forget na why. <laughs> What's the why? Anyway, yeah. So anyways, diba? um, nice things about digital is here. She said it's the quality of our life. The quality of our life is determined by the quality of the questions we ask. Ayun na siya. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and Tish is here. Both the both you know, I live. <laughs> do, do you know the sun? No, it's something on the internet. I heard from friend. <laughs> Sunshine Collective is here. She's the reason why I was able to discover you. Remember the limiting beliefs that you posted? Like, this girl, I resonate with this girl so much. And yeah, I just want to say hi. Thank you for sharing Mika's post. Thank you for and sharing my posts. Here's a question too from the nice things about digital. What if the feeling of not getting the desired result always get in the way of me moving forward? If it gets in the way, what do you do? Um, you know, if you constant, I guess the question is really like, what do you do if you're always failing? I guess that's the that's the question. Bottom line. Well, um, you gotta learn from your experience. Don't do the same thing and then expect it to have different results. You're meant to do a different thing, and take different and do it. Uh, hopefully, it has different results. Like I think it was uh, was it Edison who had to like he. Discovery electricity. I think it took him like ninety nine or a hundred like experiments to do it. Can you imagine? And J.K. Rowling, for example, I heard she she had like thirty something rejections before someone was interested in Harry Potter. Can you imagine getting rejected, failing that many times? In my opinion, we've failed way less than that. Like you and I, like as you know, as young as we are, was like we have failed way less than that for things in our life. And honestly. When we put into perspective, wow, this person did a hundred experiments, or like I don't know, this person who painted this took like they made like a hundred drafts before they got before it became the masterpiece that it was. When we think about that, it's so much easier to want to actually do the thing because we realize, hey, we're not alone. We're not the only people here failing. We have to fail forward. If it stops you, it's okay. Actually, I think that the disappointment in failing, in always failing, is actually a good thing. Because use that as motivation to try something new. Don't don't take it as a sign to stop. Take it as a sign to try something else. Don't take failure as the first, as you know, your end goal. As in, like it's it's a it's it's like uh, you run into a wall. But here's the thing: you can break down that wall. That wall is made of cardboard. But if you think that it's a wall made of stone, you're not able to move it. That's what the wall becomes. The wall is cemented as this stone wall and it's never going to get budged because that's what you think it is. When in fact, all you got to do sometimes, you just got to, you know, you know, to push it away like cardboard. That's it. That's it. Yeah, it is what it is. It is what you see it as it is, right? So, exactly. and for me, failing is like, it's not a failure once you learn from it. It's, it's that. You just have to learn from the failure. And I actually, I don't know if, if it's the same with you. Like, I love failing. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not encouraging myself to yeah, fail, but yeah. I really oh, love I it. <laughs> I know right? what you mean. It's like, I, I don't run towards, like, failure. I'm running towards failure. It's more like I embrace it when it's there. And it failure is a sign that I did something, even though, you know, it ended up in this. 
I would rather live with a hundred failures than a hundred what ifs. I'm just saying, that's me. And I'm pretty sure you watching this right now, wherever you are, you feel the same way. You would rather live with a hundred failures and like one big success than live with a hundred what ifs and like a completely mediocre life that's not really, you know, in line with your, you know, with your bigger goals, with your intentions and, you know, this purpose that you're chasing. So... I love that. We're vibing. Because <laughs> we have this like same mindset like I like failing because it's really so I failed a lot of times. And I, I will celebrate failure because like what you said, that's that's one thing that para, oh, I'm doing something. I'm actually doing something. It's so fun. I'm going to fail again. <laughs> do, you know this, do you know the story about Sarah Blakely when her dad was encouraging her to fail? Like, she grew up, like, her dad would get disappointed if she doesn't fail. So, like, oh, yeah, so every time, like, dad, I tried, I tried badminton and this blah, 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 and then I failed. And then her dad will celebrate with her. <laughs> so, so, like, yeah, so she grew up not being afraid of failure. So she's always moving forward and not being afraid of failure. And that's the thing. People are afraid of failing. Yeah, when it's a part of life, like when you because I think, well, to be fair, I think we grow up with this notion because a lot of us, majority of us, go through the typical education system, the ed- typical uh, education system in life. You know, we're rewarded for doing good, for not failing, for not failing tests, etc. We're rewarded for that, and when we fail, well, you know, we repeat a grade or something. We, re- you know, something like that. So we're afraid of that because it comes with sometimes it feel feelings of shame and all that stuff. But I mean, here's the thing: the educational system, any kind of system, isn't perfect. It doesn't mean anything like long, long, long term. It's not really what you learn. It's like okay, I forgot everything I learned about algebra, but it's what it's how it's how you learned it and what you learned from your learning. It's like I think that's really the importance of. I feel like if you're struggling in school right now or you feel like you're on this path and you're just not getting there or like you're in this career, you're trying to climb the ladder in your corporate job, whatever it is, and it, you know, you feel like you're struggling, whatever, what can you learn from that? Is it teaching you something about yourself? Is it teaching you about how, you know, your confidence? Is it teaching you about how to be more confident? There's always something. There's always something else to it if we really know how to look at things. Right. And it's not just in classes or in school. It's also how we grew up. Because our parents, like, right? na Asian families, like, you're not supposed to do this because you're kita or ganyan. So, we're, oh, I shouldn't be failing because mommy, mommy and daddy is going to follow me after. Like that. So, we, <laughs> that's we have, that's right? like, we have to unlearn that, you know, when yeah, you're aware. True. And if you're yeah. here listening right now, you have to be aware that, it's okay to fail. You're not a kid anymore. It's there to protect yeah. you at one point in your life. But right now, you have to learn that it's okay to fail. And yeah, that's exactly. where you learn. Right? Exactly. And we all come from different, we all come from different like households and from different schools, from different backgrounds. So sometimes, not sometimes, some of us were lucky. We're lucky we had parents who didn't punish us for failing. Some of us weren't so lucky. Maybe we did. But that's the thing. It's, we're not, we can't choose the cards that we're dealt with, but we can choose what to do with those cards. We can move forward or we can stay stuck. We can keep those cards or we can throw them away and start grabbing new ones, you know? Right, right. Okay, so we're going to read the comments here. The nice things about Digital Sad. I watched that video too. And the, the one about Sarah Blakely, you should watch that. It's so Hello. nice. And she loved the idea about the wall, all about the breakthrough. Art Letters by Kay said that I think this idea of failure should be taught as early as childhood. Yes. Yes. Mm. And I really, I'm I'm teaching it to my kids right now. Like, I'm allowing them to express, like, go ahead, fail as much as you can, but you're going to learn. But at the end of the day, I'm just here. I'm just going to guide you. Like, you know, when they start to climb trees, like, they they climb, you know, stuff here at home. And so scared, like, oh my God, oh my God. But they should (laughs) learn from that. Like, okay, I'm going to let them go anyways. So here, here's another message. 
literally no room to fail in an Asian household. <laughs> and then by case, she said, I remember my Mandarin teacher in college giving me an almost perfect grade and I didn't understand why because I scored low on my test. He said he rated me because he sees my effort. Aww. Aww. <laughs> Aww, moment. Aww. That's really nice. And I think that's important Like, because everyone has different effort. Everyone has different skills, different talent, whatever it is. Uh, so really, just make the most of what is this moment trying to teach you? Don't let's let's maybe not live in our own drama. I know we love to live in like our drama. We like to think life is happening to us. Life hates us. We like to think that way. I know, coming from a recovering drama queen, hashtag you know just being real. I know how tempting it is to just like sit back and be like, oh, life is happening to me. It's not fair. I'm the victim here. Dude, sometimes at some point, at some point in your life, maybe you have to realize that are you really the victim or are you making yourself the victim here, you know? So, okay, here's another question. You talk about limiting beliefs. Let's talk about that. What are limiting beliefs and how do you overcome it for those people who are going to listen here? Okay, so... (laughs) Not to be redundant, but limiting beliefs, uh, if I were to define it, these are... Well, beliefs, beliefs, note, beliefs are not facts that we think are facts, but actually limit us because we think these are facts. When in fact, they're only just that, they're only beliefs. Uh, the best way to define, I think, a limiting belief is to give an example. Here's a limiting belief that I had, for example, when I was trying to grow my blog. Um, I kept thinking, a limiting belief I had was, I'm not, I'm not able to grow this because I'm this I'm just this girl from you know from the Philippines no one's going to listen to. That's a limiting belief, but in my head at that moment, maybe 2018, Michael, was she was thinking this is a fact. I am nobody. I don't have any achievements in life that are notable enough to talk about blah blah blah. I can't be valuable. I can't give that value. That's a limiting belief because we think it's a fact. That's so dangerous about um that's what's dangerous about limiting beliefs. It's because we think they're facts. And so because we think na totoo naman to, we don't do anything to change it. We don't do anything to overcome it. So that's what's really dangerous about, you know, limiting beliefs. That's what they are. How do you overcome it? I know you've been talking about this, but I want to hear it like straight from you. The simplest, easiest, most underrated way, but also in some way the hardest is to reframe that belief. And reframing is, well, for when the first time that you do it is when you take those negative limiting beliefs, those limiting beliefs, you turn it into a limitless belief. Like there's no limit. So instead of thinking, I can't be this blogger who talks about all these things as I don't know anything, I can reframe that and think, well, what if I can become the person that has something to say and people can actually learn from? What if I step into the position of someone who can do that? Or instead of thinking, oh, wow, um, no one's going to want to listen to me. No one wants to, ha- wants to hear what I say. That's a limiting belief because I'm nobody on the internet. I mean, that's a lot of things, creators. That's what we feel, right? We're, I'm nobody on the internet. Who's going to want to listen to me? Try to reframe that into a limitless belief. What is a limitless belief of that? It could be like, what if a thousand people want to listen to me? What if I can what if I can help a million people with what I have to say? Imagine that like, it's it's overcoming it is ref, is with reframing. But I have to say, reframing the first time you do it, it's so, so, so hard. Not because it's hard to think of a reframed version, but some it's hard to believe that version. It's so easy for me to say, oh, reframe those limitings. It's so easy to say, reframe it. But believing it is like that's where all the work comes from. Reframing it, turning it into a limitless belief is like part one. But part two, three, four, five, up to infinity is believing it. Learning how to believe it. And the follow-up question might be, how do you believe it? Well, I guess you have to show up as the person who believes that until until you actually believe it. It's like, it's just something you have to do. It's, I can't, I can't, I can't explain it. It's just, you have to show up for yourself. Show up as the person with those limitless beliefs until, you know, it's you, until it's who you are. I, I just want to say that I love that and that's a yes for me. <laughs> like, the reason why I'm here, the reason why I I started to touch more more lives and the reason, 
why I'm just here is because I kept on showing up. And there were a lot of limiting beliefs, like what Mika said, but like, it's just beliefs that you have to change. And for you to change that is you have to do it for you to learn, right? right. So th- thank you so much for that, Mika. And Layla said that I'm literally fully powered now. Aww. Yes, I love that. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so another question questions madami pa kasi siya tatlo na lang so how kasi we've talked about being aware so in your own opinion how does one person become to start aware become how to be more Maging, self-aware oh uh, yeah Mas- Ooh, well you know um the part of the human experience is when we do things we start uh, we, we we try things we experiment at some point we get uncomfortable. There's a point in our life we're going to get uncomfortable. Maybe it's, uh, I don't know, just an example uh, in my own personal life. I was working a corporate job and uh, was pretty, it was a pretty well-paying job, actually really good, fast track to manager, all that stuff. Everything on paper was amazing. But I was uncomfortable. Not because of like, you know, healthy stress that you get with work. Not because, you know, all the things that were perfectly fine, that could have been fine for someone else. But I was uncomfortable because I told myself, I know I could be doing something else or I could be spending my time, my energy on something else. When you, ha- when you hit that point of discomfort, and it can be with anything, literally, it can hit you at any time. The moment you feel unhappy with anything or uncomfortable with where you currently are, Listen to that discomfort. Listen to that because that is the first sign that, hey, there's something out of alignment. And that's how you can become self-aware. Because when you tune into like those negative feelings, what is this discomfort telling me? Is it telling me that I'm playing safe? Is it telling me that I'm on the wrong track? Is it telling me, what is it telling you? Is, is it telling you to break out of that comfort zone is it telling you you're being too comfortable that you need to act that it's kind of ironic if you think about it because being in your comfort zone can actually be really uncomfortable because we are craving for something more we're craving for something better and when that moment hits and i'm telling you that moment sometimes that's just a very quick moment but when it hits i want you to pay attention to that and then ask yourself what is this trying to tell me Go back to like what Livy and I talked about earlier. Like go back to like whys and all that stuff because that stuff is going to help you become more self-aware. And of course, you know, do stuff like this. Listen to Livy. Listen to her podcast. Like listen to people who you think have more experience than you. Like we're all experienced in some way. You are like more experienced than somebody else in something. This person's more experienced than somebody else in something. We all have that. And if you learn from other people, people who are Number one, similar than you, but number two, especially different from you. People who you want to be like and people who maybe you don't want to be like because these are all important things for us to know, to develop our own self-awareness. Self-awareness is about the self, right? It's not about me being aware of the person on Instagram that I follow that I judge secretly. It's not about being aware of what they're doing. It's being aware of how it affects me. Like, why why am I so judgy when I see this person post on Instagram? What does that say about me? Does it say, oh, I don't celebrate other people creating? Does it mean, oh, wow, I need to work on my mindset to be a more supportive person? Does it mean I'm jealous? Does it mean, you know, all that stuff. Pay attention to all these feelings of discomfort, of feeling, uh, you know, when it hits, when it hits. I can't tell you when, but you're going to know. You have to be a little bit intuitive, but you're going to know. We're human beings. We have intuition. You're going to feel it. So pay attention to that. Right. I feel like it's a one-on-one coaching right now. Like, I'm so honored. <laughs> does, anybody, does anybody here feel that they're being coached like one-on-one? Because I know that I'm, Mika's hitting me so much. Like, and I, and I, and I, <laughs> I know, Mika, oh, I love you so much. Listen to that discomfort. I love it so much. I know, because I've I been like, everything that you said, like, alright, 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 alright. Because I'm really, you know, there are really times that I'm not that aware. Like, sometimes I really need something to like, remind me, right? Like, mm, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> it's right, just a right. reminder, right? So right. I love... I love this conversation because I really get to be reminded. And even Lila said that for me too, I needed this. <laughs> okay, so another question here. 
What are your tips on stepping into into your truest potential? Ooh, that's such a loaded question. And honestly, like, um, it's hard for me to know where to start. So let me just start where I know, which is somewhere. How do you step into your truest potential is think about what you want. Think about what you want to do with your life. And let's just ignore, just ignore that tiny voice in your head saying, you'll never reach that. Or this isn't, you know, this is impossible. This is hard, blah, blah, blah. For a minute, let's just ignore that. Let's just think for a minute, what do I want? Because the moment, I, I, I truly believe when people say like, you know, the reason anything that you think is possible is possible. And it's possible because you thought it. I, I truly believe that. I actually do believe that that's the thing. That's like so many, I mean, physicians and, and chemists, for example, they thought of these things that we don't see in life, like physics and chemistry. They saw, They thought of these things and then, Voila, lo and behold, these are things that actually exist. They study them. I want you to have that same kind of curiosity with your own life. Think about what do I really want? And don't think about what your mom wants for you. Don't think about what your best friend wants for you. Think about what you want. Ignore that little voice in your head that says, oh, you're never going to reach that or maybe not. Or like, how are you going to do that? Ignore that voice for a while. And then think, what is the one thing I can do? What are the one tiny things I can do to make that potential happen? Like, uh, actually, your question, Livni, answers itself. You said, how do you step in to your truest potential? You step in. You take that step. You don't lead towards it. Not always. Sometimes we do. Sometimes we skip a few steps. And that's great because, like, you know, we're really going fast. But... Many times, it starts with that tiny, tiny step. Your potential is a finish line or, well, it's an ever-moving finish line. I call it that. It's always going to be moving farther and farther away. But let that motivate you. Let that be fun. Uh, I don't know if you know about this, but there's, is, there's this concept called the happiness um, fallacy. The arrival fallacy, rather. Not happiness fallacy. The arrival fallacy where um, this isn't my concept, by the way, I'm not, I'm, <laughs> I wish I was as smart as uh, the person who coined this. Um, but he's a professor at Harvard, I think up to now, um, Mr. Tal Ben-Shahar, if anyone is interested. He says that the arrival fallacy is, we think when we arrive at this destination, whatever it is, we will be happier. What does that mean? I think, oh, when I'm married, I'm going to be happier. Or I think, when I make my first million peso a year, I'm going to be happier. But when we actually get there, when we get, for example, we're, oh, wow, I got married or I bought that new car. I quit my job and started my business. We're not as happy as we expected. That is the arrival fallacy. I want you to think about that. Like your potential isn't like this finish line that we're meant to like work towards it's always going to be moving but let that be a motivator for you don't let that scare you out like don't let that scare you away from actually trying because it's really in the trying that makes life worth it it's like i would hate if everything in life came easy i'd be so bored i don't know about you but if i never failed if i was good at everything if i don't know i'd be so bored so yeah you guys you have to start with that small step and really do Step into the potential is about stepping towards it. But you have to know what that potential is to you and you have to believe it's possible. There's so many points that... <laughs> uh, I'm going to post this on my podcast like ASAP. Like People need to hear this because it's really helping me right now. And to everyone, Mika, nice thing said na so agree seems like a free coaching session by Mika. <laughs> free therapy thanks Liv you're welcome Me. guys thank you <laughs> Wait. but I'm not a therapist so, Wait, big disclaimer big disclaimer not a therapist not a therapist there's a, there's a difference if you need therapy please see a therapist please 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 <laughs> yes <laughs> okay so what are your tips ito uh, another question pero baka may iba ka na namang perspective about this so what are your tips for people who feel stuck Ooh, as somebody who always gets stuck, my the what I, I call it, I call it like, okay, we're gonna find the baby step. 
you're feeling stuck right now. Imagine yourself, you are, I don't know, your 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 legs have turned into like ice. Like something has frozen you in place. That's how you feel when you're stuck. Think of the first baby step that's going to get you unstuck. And here's the thing. That first baby step, it's not going to be perfect. Maybe it is. Maybe it's the best step. You're never going to know. Like going back to, I know somebody asked that question, right? How do you know when you're on the right track? You don't know. It's something you know as you do. So when you're stuck, instead of saying, instead of looking at the goal, at the end, at the you know the goal post, the end goal, the result that you're after, because that might be keeping you stuck. Think of the action. Think of the input you need to do. So what do I have to do to get, you know, unstuck? So don't think about it. So like my goal is to make ten million pesos per year with my business, and like oh my god, I think about it, I get stuck. But I shouldn't focus on the result. I should focus on what I can do now. I have control over some things, a lot of things. Even when you feel like the most stuck, like even if it's not just your feet that feel frozen, you feel like it's up, you're, you're up to your head in ice and you're really, really frozen. The best thing to do is like ask yourself, what can I do now? What do I have control over? What can I focus on? And just do that. And here's the thing. When you think about, oh, what can I focus on? Oh, I want to make 10 million pesos like in a, in a year. Then I have to like, I have to do all these things. Sometimes we still have to go further. We have to think even deeper, like make it more manageable. For me, there's no shame in the baby step. There's no shame in taking that smallest, smallest, smallest step. Sometimes I have to do it to myself. Some days I get up and I like, I'm so, I don't know. I'm, I feel stuck. Some days there are just really those days, right? What I do, I... It sounds, it sounds really funny. It sounds embarrassing. But sometimes I legit tell myself really these small, tiny things. Sometimes, okay, I get up and I'm like, oh, wow, this is a bad day. Maybe I came from a bad season in life, you know, something like that. And I really don't want to do anything. I want to just, I want to wallow in my stuckness, you know. I do some, I do like, it sounds silly, but I say, okay, Michael, get up. Get up from bed. You can do that. You can do that, can't you? And I'm, okay, so I get up from bed. It's like, you can make your bed, right? Okay, that's the next step. That's like, I coach myself through these baby steps all the time when I'm stuck. And it seems silly. It, sound, it seems like I'm infantilizing myself, but it's actually not. It's meeting myself where I'm at. It's telling myself, okay, right now I don't feel like doing the big thing, but can I focus on the small thing? Like right now, oh my gosh, I don't, I don't want to pitch myself to this podcast. I don't want to, uh, sh- I don't want to share my business on social media. What do I have to do now? Um, do you need help? Asking for help is part of getting unstuck. I have to admit, you have to ask for help if you need it. And sometimes to know that you need to ask for help, you kind of have to coach yourself through it. You have to say, okay, what do I need right now? Do I need help? Do I need somebody? That's why it's the importance of a support system, actually. Like um, surrounding yourself with like-minded people. Like, you know, people like people like Lib here. Please surround yourself with people like Lib who are, you know, they believe in these big things. They know... They have the humility to understand that, you know, life's not just about us. It's not just about this and that. It's not about the ego. It's about like, you know, what we try. Surround yourself with those people because sometimes those can even, they can help you get unstuck. Even if it's not like the most direct way, like they don't give you advice. They don't give you anything. But sometimes, you know, it's just having someone to talk to or just having someone to inspire you through their actions. Like you're seeing someone show up for themselves. You can inspire yourself that way too. Ooh, I see someone made a comment. I take pride in taking baby steps. Me too. Me too, Sunshine. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> My God, I'm really loving the conversation. Like, baby steps. Sometimes you forget about the baby steps, right? Like, okay, so we ha- you have to meet ourselves where we are at. Like, okay, it's not about the big things. You have to actually like, okay, what do I do next? What do I do next? And I love that. Coaching yourself yeah. and no one's there. <laughs> yeah. Coaching yourself. It's uh, self-coaching. <laughs> There's a lot of aha for this episode <laughs> so Mika I want to ask too. you <laughs> what books or what practices do you do daily that that's making you aligned like yeah Ooh. okay my daily um my students know this uh I have what I call my daily non-negotiables it's what I have to absolutely do every day for me to feel like I'm doing you know the best thing for me and um one of them I'm going to share like most of what I do. 
one of them is what I call a jump start routine, which is uh, it's not a morning routine, though it happens for me in the morning, but for some people it might happen after work. And uh, the reason I call it jump start is because it's how do you, what do, what can you do? What's a routine you can do to get into like position to start working on those big, scary, hairy, scary goals that might be scary? Of course, for some people, maybe the big goal is a, is a business, but they're working full time, right? So they can only do it. Uh, at night or something so what do you have to do so part of my jumpstart routine i do a lot a lot an embarrassing amount of mindset work and it's i do affirmations i do affirmations just like any 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 other person it's sometimes they're embarrassing but i need that and i am i'm okay with that because i noticed though there was a time when i stopped doing them because i thought oh maybe i don't need it or like you know i, I did it for so long maybe i'm okay it's like it's like when, when you take your supplements or something and you think okay i'm gonna stop taking it because i'm fine you know i'm I, i'm healthy whatever and then you start getting sick oh that dude that's what happened to me i was i i was in this floating season because i stopped doing this this very very simple thing which was affirmations my mindset work when i stopped doing that i felt so oh my god, nothing is going my way, or like, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm supposed to do, etc. all that stuff. So that's, um, that's really like one thing, yeah, that's one of my non-negotiables. Another thing is taking time to rest. It's a non-negotiable to me. I need a lot of space. I need a lot of time. I, I suffer from a chronic illness. Details I will not share, but for, it's, it's not, it's not, it's nothing major. It's fine. I'm fine, you guys. But, um, it's, uh, I need a lot of rest. And I know I talk about productivity, but that's the thing. I talk about it because I know how important it is to rest. So it's for me, mindset work, lots of time for rest. And okay, a lot, a lot, a lot of self-awareness exercises. I love doing reviews. People know this. If you're my student, you're my, you're my client or whatever, you know I always, always do reviews. It's either I review what went well, today what went well last week last month what went well on this call what went well on this ig live i love doing that and if there's anything i felt that wasn't in alignment i ask myself okay let's 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 explore that i like to sit with my you know i like to sit down with like feelings like therapy talk sorry therapy speak i sit down with like okay so uh why do i feel like that could have gone better or why do i feel like um uh i was too hard on myself today you know it's all these things so those for me are my non-negotiables. I have like other stuff, you know, like I need coffee every day. I mean, I'm a coffee person. I need to dress up for work, even if it's just, you know, just like from pajamas to like cuter active wear. And, you know, I have to, it's stuff like that. But I think the most important for me are my mindset work, my, you know, my reviews and doing a lot of all of these, you know, stuff every day, resting and getting enough work, uh, getting enough work done, but being able to rest. So all of those things, that's for me. But please take whatever I do and then try to, you know, put it in your own life. Try to discover what works for you. You're not going to know it until you actually try. You are amazing. Like, I do that before and now I, I know now why I'm, I'm stopped. <laughs> I don't know why, what's happening. Yeah, do your mindset work, live. Do your mindset work now. I know. I teach it a lot. No? Like, okay, do this affirmation. There's like times like I don't feel like doing it and then I forget about it. Me like, too. Diba? <laughs> I, I don't oh. know plastic, but like there's really times like I'm just human. Yeah. Like I want to be, I want to feel human. But sometimes, nakakatakot kasi being human. Like, you're so judgy na. And you forget. And I, know, okay, okay, okay. I know, I know, I know. And that's the thing, right? Because when you're self-aware, like, you, I, I, I believe you have some, you have a lot of self-awareness naman. Like, give yourself some credit. Um, I think when you're that level of, uh, you know, aware of what's going on, what you're feeling and stuff, then it's really, really easy to figure out, mm, it's because I'm not doing something, it's because I'm doing something different. It's very easy for us to call ourselves out. I call myself out all the time. If I, guys, if I post anything on Instagram that feels like sobrang darts a heart, it's also me calling myself out. So just know that, you know, I don't have it perfect. None of us do. Actually, we're all kind of just, we're all kind of just floating and, you know, kind of figuring it out. So I think, I take comfort in that, knowing that, wow, we're all just like human beings struggling together. And that's so cool. <laughs> right. <laughs> but one thing that I really appreciate about myself, okay, I'm talking to myself. 
<laughs> is that yes. I'm I'm telling myself that it's okay, Liv. Okay, at least you're addressing these things. That was, you know, there's always it's so magical. Like whenever I show up, there's always magical things that's happening. Like this talk, I never expected it. Like to, hey, this is gonna jan girl. That kind of like, oh, Liv. Oh. <laughs> so I'm really like. I'm still amazed like oh my god like when you really, it's really started showing up that's why I love the topic and you're the right person to talk about this topic with thank you for saying that thank you I had some imposter syndrome when you asked me to talk mm-hmm. about this I know that's ironic but I have to share I have to say I have to be honest I get imposter syndrome just like all of you guys watching this right now Yeah, I think what, one thing that's common with us, Mikno, is we tackle it head on. Like, if there are things that that's been going in my life, like I talk about it to everyone. And oh, yeah. the, the things that I'm posting in my Instagram are actually the real life events that are happening to me, and I yeah. like do reflect. Like, these are the things that I've learned. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm just, I'm just happy. Like, I'm just really happy with this. It's it's magical. It's really magical when you show up. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, and can I just I just need go, to go. add something. Um if anyone out there needs more motivation to show up, think of it this way. When you show up for yourself, you give other people permission to do the same for themselves. And for me as somebody who value I mean, I'm an introvert and sometimes my joke is I'm a misanthrope, so I'm a I joke that I actually hate people, I hate everybody including myself. I always make that joke. I don't actually mean it. I am somebody who loves other people. I I am a human being. I am I'm not an island, you know, as they say. When you give yourself permission to show up, when you show up for yourselves, when you post that YouTube video and you're like sure it's going to get zero views for like ever, do it anyway because someone out there might see that, "Hey, look at this person who posted this this video. She didn't care that it got zero views. She did it anyway. Why don't I do that?" Why don't I try? Like that's for me. That's something I remind myself of every day. When I show up, I give other people permission to do the same. And that's why I keep showing up even though I'm super super scared all the time. Like that's my it's my joke. It's like every day I'm afraid, but like we just keep going. It's because I think about those people that I help. I give them permission. It's not because of me. They're not I mean, I don't say like, "Oh, I'm the reason why they're successful" or whatever. It's not that. It's just I give them permission to do what they need to do because they're seeing somebody in their circle in their life doing that first. And I think that's so powerful when you really don't want to show up. Think of the people. Even if you're not like me and live, you know, you don't talk about you're not like in self-help, you're not in personal development. Maybe what you post about is um oh, I post um dance videos, you know, I post TikToks and stuff. Imagine, okay, and you think I'm not that good in dancing yet or just like cute lang ako sa TikTok. You're giving other people permission to try that for themselves because they're like, "Hey, look at you! Look at this person showing up, even though they know, you know, there's they're awkward also in their TikToks, but I'm gonna do it too." And that's so powerful. Imagine if we can just inspire each other instead of judging each other. Isn't that so so nice? Like if we could just do that. Like just do it anyway. That's my motto. <laughs> like the first time I did this, this live. I was yeah. like I was so like I was like looking how many people are watching me and then I must look cute and everything. So I, I ended up not posting anything. And then when I I realized na oh people are going to judge me anyway so I'm just going to show up. Like that was it. Like I just did it. Tapos after right. like oh my god. Wala pala. It was just me all along. Oh my god. Yeah. So there's a comment here. Need your girls in my life to remind myself that I am not alone in this scary journey. It's not you're yes. not really alone. <laughs> Feel the fear and do it anyway. My Tish. Yes. And yeah. yeah, it is magic. You you're so cute, very jolly and joyful. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Okay, so but, okay, so there's two questions that cuz we sent questions. So drop in your questions. Here's our first question from Anatish. The Sunshine Collective. Sorry. Yes. How do, you st- how do you stand out in a sea of content creators? Oh, well, in the to relate it back to our to our topic of showing up is 
stand out by being showing up as the person you want to be. Don't be other people. Don't copy somebody else. The quickest way to imposter syndrome city, the quickest way to talking yourself out of something, to feeling unconfident, to feeling un, un you know, not not different from everybody else is when you're actually copying people. So don't do that. Show up as the unique person you are. You're a unique creator. You're standing out. Uh, you wanna you wanna attract people. Give them something to come to. And you can't do that when you're actually trying to be somebody else. People can tell. They can tell when like, oh, this person's trying hard to be like this person and it doesn't feel authentic to you, stuff like that. You really want to stand out. And if, uh, I don't know if Tish, I don't know if you know this, but I do have a free workshop ongoing right now, which is about how to attract your 1,000 true fans. If you are interested, uh, the link is still up. I am taking it down in a few days. If anyone, not just Tish, who wants to watch it, it's on the link in my bio. So feel free to watch that. It's free. Free. (laughs) Here's another question. How do you recharge when you feel burnt out showing up now? Soon a burnout. <laughs> it's from Isha. When you feel here here's the thing. When I um I haven't spoiler alert, I'm gonna post about this very soon. But you heard it you heard it here first, folks. Showing up includes rest. Showing up doesn't always mean doing the work, 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 like the way we think it means. Showing up also means resting. It also means being, giving yourself room to recharge. If you're an introvert like me, after stuff like this, after going live, after doing workshops and stuff, you know, I I shut myself in my room for like half a day. I don't like want to talk to anyone. I don't want to take calls unless I have to, stuff like that. That's part of showing up because you're showing up for yourself. Showing up doesn't mean showing up to be like a person that everyone's looking at. Showing up means everything. It means how we are to other people. It means how we are for ourselves. And if you're showing up to yourself and burning yourself out, that's not showing up. That's actually burning yourself out. You can show up for yourself if you actually take the time to get to know what you need right now. Sometimes you need to do the work. You need to, you know, kind of kind of grind. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of an anti-hustle culture person, so I, I hesitate when I use words like grind and hustle. Sometimes you have to do those things, right? You have to do the, the, the difficult, the all-nighter, stuff like that. But showing up is also resting because that's you can show up to your work better when you give yourself a chance to rest. Showing up doesn't mean burning out. Showing up means doing what you need in this moment to become the person you want to be in the future. Thank you so much, Meek. Alam ko na overtime na tayo. I promise it's going to be an hour, like everything. But I'm really loving it's the fun. conversation. I am. I'm, I'm having so much fun. I'm having so much fun. You're not keeping well. Oh, so nice to hear. Sabi ni Nika, um, nice thing. Show up is also about taking a pause. Because I'm very guilty of that. I'm very guilty of you know resting. But like that's mm. the thing that I've been learning lately. Now it's okay to sleep. Like sleep, patagal live. Like everything. Because with all the roles that I'm playing, parang oh, there's no time for me to sleep. Parang ganon. Then I'm reminded lang na yeah, I need to take a rest. Anyway, so we're gonna end na this this live. Is there something else that we haven't shared that you want to share with everyone before we finish wow. everything? Is there anything we haven't shared, Liv? Um, I feel like we've talked about it, everything. But I guess maybe the final thing I'll share is to just recap for those of us, for those who probably weren't here since the beginning or whatever, is we talked about the importance of what to do when showing up is hard. The only thing you have to do is figure out what does showing up for me right now mean? What does it mean? It, if I show up now, even when it's hard, what does that mean? That means I'm, I'm somebody who takes pride in taking action. That means I am taking a bias for taking action instead of having a bias for overthinking, for being afraid. Have a bias for taking messy, imperfect action. Like That's kind of my mantra, messy and imperfect. That's kind of me in a nutshell, messy and imperfect. That's what your action should be like. Showing up is a process. It's not a destination. You're never going to reach this point where you're like, yes, I've shown up. I'm done. That's, it's not that simple. I wish it was, but also I'm glad it isn't because that's what makes life worth it. So I guess that's the final thing I wanted to share. Thank you guys for being here and for those watching the replay. Thank you for watching the replay. (laughs) (laughs) 
And I want you to ano, plug na lang what you're doing kasi I'm also a student of Mika. I enrolled in your course. I'm so happy that I did it. It's so... Before you talk, I, I just want to say na this has helped me so much. Like the videos that I've been posting lately is because of you. Like, I, okay, I forgot. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm so But <laughs> like, it's, it's really helping me. Like, it's not an accident that I really bumped into your profile and then just... Okay, does does this person have something to offer? I'm gonna enroll in whatever this person is offering, and I didn't know that she was talking about productivity, and that's like one thing that I don't know how to organize things. I don't know how to prioritize. I've been doing it right and everything. I'm so overwhelmed with everything, and then Mika comes in like, okay, 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 okay. So yeah, I want you to invite all of them. I want you to take this opportunity because this has really helped me a lot. Go make. All right. So thank you for. I I did not expect to be doing this, but anyway. Um, I have an online course that's an ongoing enrollment right now, though not for the not in a while. It's gonna close soon. But if you enroll, it's a course that's about productivity and mindset and audience building for content creators and creative entrepreneurs. Anyone that makes content on the internet, um, it's a productivity and mindset thing. It helps you to uh, this this concept of attracting and having one thousand true fans and not just random followers, not just random audiences. It's about knowing exactly what you have to do to, you know, increase your impact the sustainable way. I don't recommend um, slimy guru marketing stuff like, you know, follow for follow threads, engagement pods. It's about purposeful productivity. Um, and also for, um, I think, though it won't be open for, a, for a, a long time, if you enroll... I think tomorrow, until tomorrow, you can join us for three free group coaching sessions. So it's kind of like this where we get to talk to, uh, well, you get to talk to me and I'll help you through your roadblocks, what you want to do. It's going to be live uh, in Philippine time. Don't worry. So if you're Filipino, welcome. Join the club. So that's what's that's happening. We're going to have three monthly sessions starting June 17th, Thursday. So if you can join us, then you're going to get three free sessions for group coaching. I'll help you with anything that you might want. Uh, you need help in. And get you unstuck, just like Lib here, who also gets you unstuck. But in my case, in my course, it's about, you know, building your audience, growing your impact, the sustainable anti-sleaze way. <laughs> and she's just really, Oh, she's here. She's here. <laughs> hi. She's and just I really recommend, yeah. <laughs> I really recommend um, everyone Thank joining you. this course because I'm really picky with the courses that I have. Like, I feel I fall asleep or I don't finish the course. But oh my god, Mika, I stay like three in the morning just finishing everything. Like, oh, why can't I feel like I don't? It's mabitin ako. And like, okay, I'm so excited. Like, I, I do it anyway. Anyway, I am so thankful for this opportunity, Mika. And I know that you're gonna touch more lives. And I'm so happy having this conversation with you. I know this is not just gonna end here. We're gonna make, you're gonna, you and I are gonna make so much impact. And if you guys, are enjoying this episode just comment or you know just send us a message like hey whatever like <laughs> we're just here <laughs> Meek, thank you so much yep. thank you so much two i'm gonna scared see you girls <laughs> inside the course yeah two scared girls we're doing it anyway bye yep. Meek. thank you good night hey, good night everyone good night everybody <laughs>